Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I come to you now, humbling myself before you, seeking your face and presence, Lord, for you are more than worthy to be praised. I am so thankful to be within your presence, Lord. Hallelujah, God. I give you glory, God, for you are more than worthy to be praised. For Lord, you have laid this on my heart tonight for so many things, Lord, saying that it's not time yet. It's not time yet. It's not time yet. It's not time yet. And I said, okay, Lord, help me to see. So tonight I had a talk with my pastor's wife and uh, I was just letting her know everything that you have been doing for me in my life and breaking me free through your word and that you've been bringing order to my life through your word. And so she was saying that, yes, that is how we receive order in our lives is when we live by the word of God. And so, Lord, at that moment, when she said that, your name was written all over it, Father God. That was the missing piece, Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for God, I knew that when you had originally sent me there, I knew you wasn't sending me there for peace, Lord. You was getting ready to do something, Lord. You was getting ready to shake, rattle, and roll something, Lord. And now you have pulled it up, Lord. I've been praying. I've been eating, interceding. And Lord, now I pray that in Jesus' name, that as your word is getting ready to come forth, that from this moment on, that order will be brought to our ministry in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for God. You are using me for your glory. This is your word, your true living word. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ for God, you gave me a powerful revelation because for so long I said, what is a generational curse? I heard about it from when I was a little girl and God, you finally, you showed me, you showed me tonight that if we don't do as your word says, we will be cursed. But if we do as your word says, we will receive everything that your word say, period. And so, Lord, I had a feeling someone right when I walked up in there, because I already know, Lord, you have called me for your purpose, Lord. And I pray that your will will come forth, manifest itself, Lord. Now that you are showing me things in the spirit realm, Lord, I pray that in Jesus' name, that as I'm bringing it to you, Lord, this is your word. The Lord is telling me, bring it out. Show it. Yes, Father. Before I begin, I pray in Jesus' name that you will bless and bestow upon my life the full armor of God in Jesus' name, the helmet of salvation in Jesus' name, the breastpiece of righteousness in Jesus' name, the shield of faith in Jesus' name, the sword of your word in Jesus' name, the belt of truth in Jesus' name, and the shoes of peace in Jesus' name. For no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Any tongue that rises up shall be condemned. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that this is your word coming forth and that you are bringing order. Revelation chapter 3. Lord, I know that this is going to kind of burn a little bit, but it's the truth. I care about them. And you're telling me to go in, in this time. Dead church is what he gave me. This letter is to the angel of the church of Sardis. This message is from the one who has the sevenfold spirit of God and the seven stars. I know all the things you do and that you have a reputation for being alive, but you are dead. Verse two, wake up. Strengthen what little remains for even what is left is almost dead. I found that your actions do not meet the requirements of my God. Sick of you, devil. So sick of you. Verse three. 
Go back to what you heard and believe that first. Hold to it firmly. Repent and turn to me again. If you don't wake up, I will come to you suddenly as an unexpected as a thief. Yet there are some in the church of Sardis who have not soiled their clothes with evil. They will walk with me in white for they are worthy. All who are vicious will be clothed in white. I will never erase their names from the book of life, but I will always announce before my father and his angels that they are mine. Anyone with ears must listen to the spirit and understand what he was saying. Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, for now I see that when I was speaking to my friend and she mentioned to me something about how the United States of America say they're united, but they're not united. The people are seriously divided. They are forced to make a choice between Republican and Democrat. These stars are talking about the American flag and how the American flag is dividing you from being with him because of they have pride. But Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that he will repent for I see that he holds on to his pride and he knows what the Bible says. Revelation, I'm going to skip down and go back up. Revelation chapter 3 verse 10. Because you have obeyed my command to persevere, I will protect you from the great time of testing that will come upon the whole world to test those who belong to this world. Yes, that is always a promise that the that God has given you. And I pray in Jesus name that God that you will soften his heart, Lord. Different times in our lives, we have learned many things in making our father proud is definitely one of them. Lord, I pray in Jesus name that you will use work, that you will use your word to bring order to our lives. Satan, I see you and I'm calling you out. I come against the spirit of division in Jesus name. That's why the Lord told me to pray about the spirit of division. That's what's killing the ministry. And then the Lord ended up showing me who was over the prayer ministry. Lord, speak life into me through your word in Jesus name. The person over the prayer ministry, the Lord is telling me to bring it out. The Lord is saying enough is enough. He's sick of the divide. It's time to be together. Now, by you being prideful, it's hard to hear the truth. These generational curses ain't nothing to play with. When they make you choose, they make you make give a choice. You're killing your generations. You don't choose them. That's why God said that we're supposed to pray for our leaders. We're not supposed to pick. That's the devil's people doing their bidding, baby. We're not supposed to vote. We're supposed to intercede. That God's order will come forth. And guess what? You want to know who I see bringing it in? Pushing it forth? Our president. That's why everybody hate him. And he had to keep pushing till everybody hated him. And you know, my pastor, sensitive heart, a pastor like no other, very humble man, and loves the Lord for real. I never met, I never met a family like them before in my life, Lord. And I came in, I didn't know who these people were. I didn't know what I was walking into, but I knew you sent me there and I felt your presence. 
And Lord, the first thing you whispered in my ear was that you was going to show favor because he's going to repent and that he was going to be out before the rapture. So that is why when the Lord gave me that vision and I saw the pulpit, I remember not seeing his wife there. And I remember seeing him and the light was shining super bright. And next to them was other members standing alongside and they had on their white robes, but they are not going to be pre-rapture saints. They are going to be tribulation saints. The Lord is calling them to the front line. But you see, that pride has you holding on to that verse. Because guess what? That's for you. And the Lord, you're showing me, I see, that the reason you showed me you didn't see His wife there was because she says she's ready when the Lord is. She's not waiting. And she's been your backbone for many, many years. She's loved you so much. She was there with you through so many tough times, Lord. And I pray in Jesus' name that with everything that you've shown me, Lord, that I have to call the devil out. For them. Those are your children. And they're dying. I can't have that. No. Not my daddy. So. She's been praying. And interceding. Following the instructions of her daddy. Asking you to break down that pride. So you can repent. Like the word says. So that you can get to. Because I remember you told me that we have to eat the word. We have to eat it. So when we eat it, we live it. So that's how we end up getting to the faithful church. Write this letter to the angel of the church of Philadelphia. This is the message. Wait, hold on. Ooh, I'm sorry, Father God. Wait, sorry. I repent, Lord. Just let me slow down, sir. Oh, wait a minute. I got a little excited, sir. I'm sorry. I was ready to get him out of here. Sick of the devil. Sick of you. But you said to wait. Because, you you know, you, you sometimes you just like to kind of, you know, get him to come in a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So. Lord, I see. In Jesus' name, everything, all of those pieces you had been showing me, all coming together, Lord. And I pray that in Jesus' name that I don't rush. Because, Lord, you're, you told me, you used me to test them. And guess what? That test happened the first time. But it was also, it was a test. The Lord... You're so amazing. Lord, you're so amazing. Oh, my gosh. I can't thank you enough. I have to praise your holy name. I'm just, I'm so anxious to get them, Lord. But we're not going to do that right now, right, Lord? I know. Okay. So, the Lord said that he tested you before to see if you were ready. Because he was getting ready to put your frontline soldiers in there to get ready for war. But, then what happened? She was having questions, having doubts, kept giving you a fight. And you looking like, huh? You knew you had already read, but see, you ended up getting the Lord is showing me. That's why I had to stop because you knew about them Jezebels trying to get up in the pulpit. Oh, you knew all about that. So you was on it. So in your mind, when every time she was trying to show you the work, but she was so scared and timid, you knew that was the spirit of fear. 
and you went to the word. You interceded. But then, you know, you still had to show you was tough. But Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that even though my pastor is so gentle, that Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that, you know, when it come to him talking about his father's business, that's where he pulling his shirt to the side and say, Puh, you won't blaspheme my daddy's word. So you see, did that cause the divide in the ministry? She was supposed to be the prayer warrior, keeping everything lined up along with your wife. And the rest of the ministry supposed to be interceding. The lady's getting in interceding. But then she got bitter. Because you called it out. But see, her thing is she just wanted to be right. So it made her bitter. And then she slowly spiritually started to die. And she hated everything that you did. Because she felt like when she approached you that the Lord had led her to do that. And immediately she felt like you shut it down. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that you will bring order to our lives. So, the test came up again. The Lord is showing me in Jesus' name. Yes, Father. And this time... When she came and whispered some negative stuff about my pastor, the Lord told me that's my pastor. You know what? I felt the anger and the wrath. But you know what? I wasn't scared. You know why? I ain't scared of you, devil. I got my daddy right here, Jesus. He filling me up. This is where we fight our battles at. In the prayer room. Ladies don't fight the battle out on the front lines. That's for the men. You were supposed to be praying and interceding. Baby. All because you want to be right. So. Lord I pray in Jesus name. That before I read the goodies. Go ahead and get you, devil, because I'm so sick of you. I'm so tired of you. I'm over you, dog. For real. I see you. One of your little mini faces. So sick of you. Where we going? Matthew 24. This is what this is all about. And so you know what? She thought she was going to sit up there, Lord, and badmouth my pastor. And see, you know what? I remembered. I had to humble myself, you know? I had to learn how to fight my battle because, Lord, you had did that to me once before. I had went through that same test she went through, and I passed. Why? Because I leaned on your word, and I kept praying. And here I am. And I learned women are not meant to be in the pulpit at the house of God. The Lord is not finna play that. If the Lord is in the house, he's going to have order. He's not going to let a woman in the pulpit, period. No, not no running. No, 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 no. Speaking, hearing there. Yes, of course. We all need tender loving hearts from women. But no every Sunday. No. I pray in Jesus' name that God, that you will use this as a time as he's preparing himself to repent and to go hard for you, Lord. I pray that you'll fill him up with your presence, Father God. Oh, baby, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that you'll revive him, Lord, restore him and make him anew. Lord, I'm sh- you showing me in Jesus' name. He's a pre-rapture saint, but Lord, come on now. Lord, you telling me to go deeper. You telling me to go deeper. So here it is. This is the verse. 
that's causing the divide that caused your ministry to die. Matthew chapter 24. Okay. I'm going to read the full chapter. The Lord's telling me and I bet not mess up on not one word. As Jesus was leaving the temple grounds, his disciples pointed out to him the various temple buildings. But he responded, do you see all these things? I tell you the truth. They will be completely demolished. Not one stone will be left on top of another. Later, Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives. His disciples came to him. His disciples, Lord, wait, you telling me to stop. Sorry, Father. I'm right here. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going, I'm not going to rush. I'm just ready to get him, Lord. I'm looking right at him. I'm over you, Satan. I'm over you. But it ain't up to me. I got to listen to my daddy. He going to get you. But I feel like he just want to, Give it to you. His disciples, Lord, you're calling out the spirit of pride in Jesus' name. Bring it out. His disciples came to him privately and said, tell us, when will all these happen? What sign will signal your return in the end of the world? Jesus told them, don't let anyone mislead you. For many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah and they will deceive many. And you will fear and you will hear the wars and threats of wars, but do not panic. Yes, these things must take place, but the end won't find won't follow immediately. Nation will go to war against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in many parts of the world. But all of this is only the first birthing pains with more to come. Lord, you showed me the first part of the tribulation in your work. It was first the letters to the seven churches. Then came the seven seals. And that is the tribulation. Yes, Lord, you told me to break it down. Spirit of pride, you out of here. You toast over you. I love them, Lord. Then you will be arrested, persecuted and killed. You will be hated all over the world because you are my followers. And many will turn away from me and betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and will deceive many people. Sin will be rampant everywhere and the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. And the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the, the whole world so all the nations will hear and then the end will come the day is coming when you will see what Daniel and the prophet spoke about the sacrifice the sac- sacrilegious object that causes discretion standing in the holy place reader pay attention attention boom then those in Judea must flee to the hills a person out on the deck of a roof must not go down into the house to pack. A person out in the field must not return to even get a coat. How terrible it would be for pregnant women and nursing mothers in those days. And pray that you that your flight will not be in winter on the Sabbath, for there will be greater anguish than and at any since the world began. And it will never be so great. In fact, unless that time of calamity is shortened, not a single person will survive. But it will be shortened for the sake of God's chosen ones. Then, if anyone tells you, look, here is the Messiah, or there he is, don't believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will rise up and perform great signs and wonders so as to deceive, if possible, even God's chosen one. See, I have warned you about this ahead of time. So if someone tells you, look, the Messiah is out in the desert, don't go and bother or look or look, 
He's hiding here. Don't believe it. For as the lightning as the lightning flashes in the east and shines to the west, so will it be the Son of Man comes. Just as the gathering of vultures shows there is a carcass nearby. So these signs indicate that the end is near. Immediately after the anguish of those days, some versions say immediately after tribulation in those days. This is the Bible verse. This is it. Now, from here on out, Satan, spirit of pride, you out of here. Sick of you. Oh, I can't wait. My pastor finna be set free. Boom, boom, boom. The sun will be darkened. The moon will give no light. And the stars will fall from the sky. And the powers in the heavens will be shaken. And then at last, the sign of that son of man will appear in the heavens. And then there will be deep mourning among all the people of the earth. And they will see the son of man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with the mighty blast of a trumpet. And they will gather his chosen ones from all over the world, from the farthest ends, the farthest ends of the earth and heaven. Now learn a lesson from the fig tree. When a branch is bud and it leaves begin to sprout, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see all these things, you can know his return is very near, right at the door. I tell you the truth, this generation will not pass from the scheme until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, for Lord, you are stopping me right here and you're telling me to bring it up to you, Lord. That in Jesus' name, that you knew that I was a stronger soldier. Soon as I came in the door, same person that sized me up and down when she first met me. And then she saw my beautiful bloom. And when my beautiful bloom came over there with that smiling face, she had no choice but to get in line. Because I know she's a warrior. She's a, a strong praying warrior. So humble and sweet and she teaching me everything I know not to be scared. The devil thought he was finna get me out. Oh, you won't do it this time. I passed the test last time. I was just like her at one point. Jezebel, not knowing no better. People trying to push me in the pulpit. My pastor prayed for me and in the seat and it shut it down. He knew Jezebel right then and there. And then it ate me up so bad. Couldn't get to church. I went through trial after trial. Fighting to get to church. Fighting to get to the Lord. And here I am crawling on my knees. Dying. And then the Lord whispered in my ear and said, Fear not. For I am your God. Ooh. I say, Lord, I thank you. I had to remember what he promised me. And that's when he told me, baby, get ready. You pack up your bags and get ready. You're going to, you're getting out of here, baby. It's time for you to get on the front lines and fight. However, no one knows the day or hour when these things will appear. Not even the angels in heaven or the son himself. Only the father knows when the son of man returns, it will be like it was in Noah's day. In those days before the flood, the people were enjoying banquets and parties and weddings right up to the, the time Noah entered the boat. People didn't realize what was going to happen until the flood came and swept them all away. That is the way it will be when the son of man comes. Two men will be working in the field. One will be taking the other left. One woman will be grinding in the flour mill. One will be taking the other left. So to you must keep watch for you don't know what day 
your Lord is coming. Understand this. If a homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would keep watch and not permit his house to be broken into. You also must be ready all the time for the son of man will come when least expected. A faithful, sensible servant is one whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. If the master returns and find that the servant has done a good job, there will be a reward. I tell you the truth. The master will put up that servant in charge of all his own. But what if the servant is evil and thinks my master won't give it back for a while? And when he begins beating the other servants, partying and getting drunk, the master will return unannounced and unexpected. And he will cut the servants into pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The Lord said, devil, you ain't had enough. He said, you still gonna try to sneak up. So the Lord told me in Jesus name to reveal to you, Lord, my journey. When I first came to this place, I didn't know anybody. I was scared, but I trusted you. I trusted you, Lord, and I knew you had me. And I had to do it for my family. So I had to, my family persecuted me for it. I didn't care. I knew I had to do it. So, just like Jezebel may have stopped that last one at the door because she wasn't as strong. But Lord, you built me for this. You've equipped me for this. From the day I came out of my mother's womb, you equipped me for this. You set me up for battle, Lord. And so, this time, I said, Lord, what do I do? And next thing I know, I just walked in. You told me it was open. It was open. They didn't turn me away. They showed me love. Real love I had never experienced before in my life. And here they are struggling to stay afloat. They've been going through a lot of doubt. Fear. Some of them just started slowly giving up, Lord. You know, because... All the while, that woman knew she was a tribulation saint from Jump Street. And that's why she knew she had to get out. Because for so long, Lord, you've been trying to get her to start praying more, but she just refused. I pray in Jesus' name that you will soften her heart, Lord. I thank you for using me to bring order to her life. And so then I looked at her and I said, is this really about it doesn't matter who's right or wrong it don't matter when we leaving just know that we're leaving everybody's going to be leaving at different times everybody has different assignments and so that's why the Lord told me before I just come in just straight slicing and dicing you know just pulling out his sword all willy nilly you know And then the enemy trying to push me up in the pulpit. No. The Lord say, "Uh uh-uh. Let me snatch that car from you too. You don't need that, baby. I need you to pray. So I did what my daddy told me to do. I did it, Lord. It was hard. The enemy was trying to ride my back. That spirit was on up bad. Trying to divide up. The body of Christ. Oh. That bitterness and that pride raining down in the pulpit. And Lord, uh-uh. 
But see, the thing of it is, you know, just because people have pride, that don't mean they don't love you. And that's why you making him a pre-rapture saint. Because he stood for your word when nobody else did. Nobody. Nobody. He stood for your word. And he had a wife that stood for your word before she struggled a little bit. She kept praying. She kept trusting you. She wanted to leave. She was fed up. She was like, "Uh uh-uh. No, Lord. He not trying to do right. That's when the Lord said, get in my word. And that's when she started to get her strength up. She, you know, at first, it was kind of even, you know. And then she knew, she knew she she knew where she was supposed to sit at. She knew she was supposed to be praying. She knew. This man got a heart for you, Lord, and he know how to intercede. And Lord, that's why you sent me here, because... He's going home before me. And that's why you told me to come in there, shut my mouth and learn. Just shut up and learn. You ain't always got to sit up there and try to prove somebody wrong. Because you know you was church hurt years ago. They shut you down. They persecuted you. All because you didn't want to fit in with them. My mama said, ain't no color out here. We're all God's children. And I kept praying for many years that God, that I didn't give up. I don't care what I had to do. I I went through so many fights, so many battles, fell, slipped and fell so many times. The devil thought he had me and you kept telling me to pray. And I was able to slip out. And Lord, that's what you're telling me. Sometimes I had to crawl on my knees to sneak out from the devil. So that then you got me like, ooh, boom, thought you had me, but you don't. I'm one of my daddy's kids. No matter if you put me up in jail, I was in there praying and interceding for my baby. I didn't want my daughter to turn out the way that I did. Oh, what's next? Oh, what you gonna put me in a mental hospital? I'm here praying and interceding because I don't want my daughter to turn out the way that I did. Oh, what you got me out here homeless? What? I don't mind sleeping out here. I knew about Jesus. That's why my granny led me to Matthew 24 so long ago. Because she knew that I was going to be a tribulation saint. She knew she was going to be a pre-rapture saint. And she set me up. That's why she told me. That's why she used to always come and ask me. What do you see? And then my granny started pointing out what I saw. That's when she said, you got to start praying. You the one taking the rings now. You the backbone. I didn't know what she meant. And Lord, I ran from you for so long. I ran. I hid. I just wanted to prove a point. That I didn't need nobody but you. I was prideful too. I pushed away every help that I could. Even the man of God that you blessed me with to have as my husband. Out of here. Because I stood to your word. And if he wasn't going to do it, Lord, you led me to 1 Corinthians Chapter 7, Lord. And you're telling me to do this, Lord, because you want for it for, for the root to be pulled. So the Lord, you're you're telling me to let let you know where you led me to to get me free. Because you see, I was a I grew up in the corrupt church. My granny, Lord, you showed me she was a mason. And she turned her life over to you. And when she did, you brought order in her life through the word. So, 
with 1 Corinthians chapter 7. That's how I knew I could be set free as long as I held on to your word. A wife is bound to her husband as long as she lives. But if her husband dies, she is free to marry anyone she wishes, but only if he loves the Lord. But in my opinion, it would be better for her to stay single. I think I'm giving you counsel from the Lord's spirit when I say this. So, Lord. Oops. Sorry. Lord, telling me to back up. Sorry. Where are we going, Lord? I'm following you. I'm waiting to. No, devil, you're not finna rush me. Nope. Hurry up with it. No. I'm waiting on my daddy. So, the Lord ain't playing no games. He saying read the whole chapter. See, that's what that's what I'm saying. Satan, you're trying to trip me up. But I, I, I know your little tricks, man. Come on. Ease up. Come on. I know you. Nice try. Now, regarding the question you asked in your letter. Yes, it is good to abstain from sexual relations. But because there is so much sexual immorality, each man should have his own wife. Each woman should have her own husband. The husband should fulfill his wife's sexual needs and the wife should fulfill her own, her husband's sexual needs. The wife gives authority over her body to her husband. And husband gives authority to her, her gives authority over his body to his wife. Do not deprive each other sin re- sexual relations unless you both agree to obtain for sexual intimacy for a limited time so you can give yourselves more completely to prayer. Afterward, you should come together again so that Satan won't be able to tempt you because of your lack of self-control. I say this as a concession, not as a command, but I wish everyone was single just as I am. Yet each person has a special gift from God, one of a kind or another. So I say to those who are married and to widows, it is better to stay unmarried just as I am. If they can't control themselves, they should go ahead and marry. It is better to marry than to burn with lust. And Lord... In Jesus' name, my oldest sister fell into that trap. My older sister fell into that trap. I fell into the trap. My brother fell into that trap. We couldn't help ourselves, Lord. It was everywhere. Oh, Lord. Lord, you're telling me to go deep, huh? Deep, Lord. Okay. I'm going deep. I got to I got to I got to get it. I got to do it. Yeah. There were some things I had seen and things happened to me in my past that wasn't supposed to happen, but it did. And that caused me to struggle with sexual morality. And that's when I had to repent. And stay away from sex. So while all my friends, Lord, were talking about how they getting turned down. Meanwhile, I'm over here selling. And so many people have asked me, how do you do it? I tell them it's the Lord. And I pray in Jesus name that every woman that I ever told it to, I pray in Jesus name that they set them free. I got, you have little girls coming up after me, Lord, and I got to show them the word. So, you, I came up out that trap, though, quickly. You told me to bring forth your word, and you got them out of there real quick. I was hurt for it about many years, and I didn't understand until I knew that I had to trust you no matter what. And at first I thought it was just all about the material things like, oh, you getting me off the street. Oh, things are getting better for me and my daughter is looking up. 
you know. And I trusted you. I just originally was doing it because I knew the way that I was living wasn't the right way. So I was trying the other way and I got persecuted. I had to get into some fights now. But you allowed me the chance to repent. Thank you. So this is my freedom. This was my freedom. But those who are married, I have a command that comes from me, but from the Lord. A wife must not leave her husband. But if she does leave him, let her let her remain single or else be reconciled to him. And the husband must not leave his wife. Now I speak to the rest of you. Though I do not have a direct command from the Lord, if a Christian man has a wife who is not a believer and she is willing to continue living with him, he must not leave her. And if a Christian woman has a husband who is not a believer and he is willing to continue living with her, she must not leave him. For the Christian wife brings holiness to her marriage and the Christian husband brings holiness to his marriage. Otherwise, your children will not be holy, but now they are holy. But if the husband or wife who isn't a believer insists on leaving, let them go. Boom, the chains broke. Lord, you show me. Now you said, baby, you, I set you free. But it took for me to read the rest of the Corinthians to figure it out. But once I read that, you told me, stop right here, baby. See, this whole time, the enemy was, can, was making you feel guilty. The whole time, the enemy was blaming you for what happened. You stayed celibate. And he wanted to go. And you let him go. And I've been single ever since. Thank you, Jesus, Lord. You're so amazing. Thank you so much for allowing me the opportunity to repent and get it together. Thank you. Now that the Lord has allowed me to let, let you guys know how I've gotten free from the devil's scheme. Now, now that we know that there will be tribulation, says I come against the enemy's plan to bring pride into the lives of my pastor and his ministry in Jesus' name. I speak life over his ministry. I pray that they will be on the front lines praying like never before. I pray that we will have prayer meetings like never before. Praying for the ones that's coming up. I pray that you will love on them, Lord. I see why you have me here. You're going to be sending so many of them, baby. Come here. Let me love you, girl. Let me tell you how much the Lord love you. And now it makes sense why you're sending me to Hollywood, Lord. You sending them here because they dying. And now this place is filled with you. And they can be nursed back to health. Just like your children rolled out the red carpet for me. And nursed me back to health. So many women are in the entertainment industry. Being killed. Giving up their babies. They're dying out here. Left and right, front and center, your children. And Lord, you're telling me don't worry about it. I got to go up against the big kahoon. Because I'm not scared of you, Satan. Because I'm with the Lord. And I got to do it. And no matter what you try to do, Satan, you cannot stop the move of God. Because the move of God is unseen, baby. He be swaying and moving left, right, front, and center. That's why you can't catch him. You can't catch the move of God. Never. Can't wait till he throw you down. Now the Lord is saying, now that we, you know, we can go ahead and clean it on up, right, Lord? We're going to go ahead and make it nice and light now. Because I know after I read this and I'm nice and sweet with you that you're going to politely go ahead and get the spirit of pride and bitterness on out of here. And by Jezebel, by saying you're going to go ahead and go and the Lord's coming in. Yep. So now I have to be sweet and clean up. So let me go ahead and clean up. Write this message to the letter of the Church of Philadelphia, the faithful church. This is the message from the one who is holy and true. 
the one who has the key of David. What he opens, no man can close. And what he closes, no man can open. That's what you're doing for me in my life. Getting me off the devil's checkerboard and into heaven with you, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm coming. I know all the things you do, and I have opened a door for you that no man can close. Ooh, Hollywood, Lord. I'm going to get them. Get me in. I pray that you'll put your intercessors on the front lines for me when I go in there. You have little strength, yet you have, yet you obeyed my word and did not deny me. Look, I will force those who belong to Satan's synagogues, those liars who say they are the Jews but are not, to come and bow down at your feet. They will acknowledge that you are the ones I love. Because you have obeyed my command to preserve, I will protect you from the great time of testing that will come upon the whole world to test those who belong to this world. I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so no one will take away your crown. All those who are victorious and became pillars in the temple of my God, and they will never have to leave it. And I will write them on the name of my God, and they will be citizens in the city of my God to the new, the new Jerusalem that comes down from heaven from my God. And I will also write them my new name. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand what he's saying to the churches. Lord, I declare and decree, pray in Jesus name that you will bring order to our ministry. This I ask in Jesus name. Amen. I love you guys so much. Oh my gosh. Bye Satan. Ha-ha, that's why you gotta go. Ooh, I can't stand it. Bye. Gotta get up out of here. Ha-ha. Booty. My daddy gonna always win. Ha-ha.